you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May your will be done in our lives. Father in heaven, we come to you in this place ready to surrender our all, ready to surrender our plans, our dreams, Lord. Ready to surrender them into your hands. And sometimes, oh Lord, the things that we have planned don't go as planned. The things that we have dreamed of don't go as what we pictured and envisioned it to be. But Lord, today, we ask you for the gift of grace, knowing fully well that your will will be done in our lives. All we need to do is just to surrender fully our hearts and our lives to you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Can you tap three people around you? Tell that person, God's will will be done. Patiin mo muna ang katabi mo ng isang maganang maganang good morning. Sabi mo sa kanya, nice to see you again. Meron bang naligaw sa inyo dito akala sa Lakeshore ngayon? Meron ba? Meron ba? Wala naman. So lahat alam nyo nasa TCU. Palakpakan nyo muna ang bawat isa. The mere... Alam nyo ang gulo ng schedule natin pero... You are still here. You are so committed. You are so tuned in to this community. And kahit nasaan tayo dali, siguro kahit sa tawi-tawi, pupunta pa rin kayo, di ba? So that just speaks about your faithfulness to God, to one another. And let me tell you this, if you are faithful to God, don't worry. God will also be faithful to you. Amen? Yeah, tapigin mo ka tabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, you are faithful. Napakaganda, inuumpisa natin ang linggo natin about faithfulness, lalo na usong-uso ngayon, nung mga nakaraang linggo, puro unfaithfulness ang nababalitaan natin. Tinan mo nga yung katabi mo, Team Bea ba yan o Team Julia? Ayan, di ba? Pero alam nyo, hindi na mahalaga kung Team Bea yan o Team Julia, ang mahalaga lahat tayo, Team Jesus. Amen? At ang pinakamahalaga sa lahat, si Lord kakampi natin. Kahit Team Bea ka pa o Team Julia ka. Amen? Tapikin mo ka tabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, kakampi mo si Lord. Amen. Woo! Welcome to another feast session. And I'd like to welcome you to a brand new series. But before we go into our brand new series, let me greet first those who are watching via live stream and those who are listening via Spotify. So kung kayo ay eh, menamiss kayo na Feast Talk, you can go to our Facebook page. Panoorin nyo yung video natin. Bawa, absent kayo ngayon next, next week. O kaya kinabukasan, mamaya pa lang, naka-upload na yan. Pwede ninyong panoorin. Or kung kayo nagko-commute, you can listen to it via Spotify. So yan po ay katas ng tulong po ninyo at yan po ay katas ng tulong ng mga servants dito. Palakpakan naman natin yung mga taong who are trying their best to make God's Word uh, be, re be reaching you anywhere and everywhere you go. Amen? Today, we are starting a brand new series entitled Creed. Sabi nyo nga, Creed. But before that, let's pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. Together, let's make the sign of our faith in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. Together, today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded 
limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's honor God's Word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Brothers and sisters, I welcome you to our brand new series entitled Creed. Sabi nyo nga, Creed. And for the next three weeks, we are going to work through our core beliefs as Jesus followers. And we are going to look at the three special gifts that the creed give us. Tatlong bagay. Ilan? Conviction, communion, and com- commission. And you might be saying today, brother, bakit namang ganyan? Nakala ko ba dito sa feast? Eh, practical topics ang pinipreach ninyo. Bakit naman parang ang boring ng topic? Diba? Siguro, first time nyo atin, creed ang ang pag-uusapan natin. Akala ko nyo ba practical tips? But let me tell you this, you might be asking you, you might be asking me, anong kinalaman yan sa buhay ko, yung Apostles Creed? Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? Alam nyo, ang kinalaman ng Creed, it affects everything. Everything in our life. Bakit? Because this is actually the first gift of our Creed, conviction. Sabihin nyo nga, conviction. So, bakit nga importante? Bakit nga naaapektuhan ang lahat ng bagay sa buhay natin? You see, because the creed is like our mission, vision, and value statement as Christians. Ewan ko sa inyo, sino sa inyo dito nagtatrabaho sa kumpanya? Taas ang kamay. Sa mga nagtatrabaho dito, ang mga kumpanya, meron sila sa, siguro nasa lobby, nasa hall, meron silang tinatawag na VMV, Vision, Mission, Value Statement. Tama ba? Kung ikaw ay nagtatrabaho, alam mo ba ang vision-vision ng inyong kumpanya. Yung iba, oo. Yung iba, hindi. Kasi iba, sobrang haba. But you see, sa isang kumpanya, meron silang mission-vision so that everything that they do should support their mission, vision, and values. If what they are doing is not supporting their mission, vision, and values, then they should not do it. Klaro sa inyo yun? It's the same thing with our faith. In other words, the creed is important and it affects everything in our life because the creed defines who you are. It defines who you are. It defines who we are as Christians. And my big message to you today is this. I want you to shout it at the top of your lungs. One, two, three, go. I'm a believer. I am. Our word for today is coming from Romans 10, 9 to 10. I want you to read this with me all together. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Ayan. If the creed is our core belief and the creed defines who we are, ito ang tanong ko sa inyo. Ikaw, what do you believe in? Naniniwala ba kayo doon sa sinasabi ng Bible verse na yon? Do you believe that Jesus is Lord? Talaga? Because if you really do, it should be obvious in your life. Let me give you an example para mas maintindihan ninyo. Sino sa inyo dito ang takot sa multo? Taas ang kamay. 
Kaya takot si, di ba, lalo na pagkabata ka, nagtatakot ang kayo magkakaibigan. Takot sa multo. Alam niyo tayo mga Pilipino, ganyan tayo, ang dami nating pamahiin na pinaniniwalaan tungkol sa multos, tungkol sa mga kaluluwa. Tama ba? Lalo na kapag meron kayong mga dinalaw na mga patay, di ba, merong binurol. Ano, di ba, ang dami nating pamahiin. Yung iba, sinasabi nila, sa burol, bawal mag walis. Bakit daw? Kasi, baka walisin daw ng kamatayan ng pamilya. Pinaniniwalaan ng mga Pilipino. Ano ba? Bawal din daw kapag kami bumisita at magpapaalam, bawal maghatid. Bakit daw bawal maghatid? Para daw wag daw sumunod yung kaluluwa. Tama ba? Yung ano pa, yung pa sinasabi ng iba, bawal da, meron tayong ginagawa yung pagkatapos mong umatid ng burol, hindi ka uuwi diretso. Anong gagawin mo? Magpapagpag. ba? Diba? Alam natin yan. Bakit daw magpapagpag? Kasi para hindi ka sundan ng kaluluwa sa bahay. Tama ba? Ay, nako, dadaan muna tayo sa 7-Eleven, sa Jollibee, para wag daw sumunod sa bahay. Eto ang tanong ko sa inyo. Eh, bakit naman yung mga sepulturero, di sila natatakot? Doon pa nga nakatira yung iba eh, sa sementeryo. Tama ba? Kasi, ba't hindi sila natatakot? Ano yung sakin? Bakit? Kasi, wala nang kaluluwa sa sementeryo. Nasa 7-Eleven na lahat. Pinagpag <laughs> nyo lahat doon. Diba? Pero alam nyo, seriously speaking, ako hindi ako natatakot sa multo. Alam nyo kung bakit? Because deep in my heart, I believe Jesus is Lord. Deep in my heart, I believe Jesus is Lord. Tinan mo nga yung katabi mo, takot ba yan sa multo? Yung iba dyan, hindi na takot yan sa multo. Bakit? Sanay na sila mag-ghosting. Max! <laughs> Iniiwan na lang, biglang nawawala. But you see, the point is this. The creed defines who you are and your beliefs impact your behavior. Kaya kung naniniwala ka sa multo, takot ka sa multo, ganun din yung actions mo. Naniniwala ka sa ibang pamahiin. Pero kung ikaw ay naniniwala that Jesus is Lord, kahit anong pamahiin yan, hindi ko maniniwala. Bakit? Kasi importante, klaro sa'yo, si Lord ang, ang may control ng buong buhay mo. And you see, your behavior will show me if you really believe or not. If you really believe Jesus is Lord, if you really believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, when problems are storming your life, you will not be fearful. You will not worry. Why? Because you know that all creation bows before the Lord. You know that God is in control. Tapikin mo, shout it out, tap yourself, sabi mo, I'm a believer. My prayer after this series is that we become better believers, not just believers, but also doers of our faith. Kasi dapat yung pinoproclaim natin sa Apostles' Creed, kita sa buhay natin bilang Kristiyano. Amen? Let's pray. Close your eyes, bow down your heads, put your hands towards your chest, and say this prayer after me. Father in heaven, thank you for the gift of the creed. May I discover myself even more as I seek you more. Mold me, shape me, transform me according to who you really want me to be. This I pray in Jesus' name. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord.
Lord, a big hand. Praise you, Jesus. Speak to us today. As you sit down, tell the person beside you, I'm a be believer. Who were blessed by the past series, Burn? Taas nga ang kamay. Grabe, yung mga na-burn out sa buhay. Grabe, daming nagme-message sa akin. Bless na bless daw sila dun sa series natin nung nakaraan. Talagang feeling nila na bunutan sila ng tinik sa kanilang mga puso and they were refreshed by the Lord coming here at the feast. But today we are starting a brand new series, interesting series called The Creed. Sabi nyo nga, Creed. Ang tanong ko lang, bago ko mag-umbisa, interesado ba kayo sa mga ganitong topic? Kasi minsan feeling ko dito sa feast, sobrang, say, oh tama, pinag-uusapan natin yung, yung mga practical na aspeto ng buhay natin. We talk about finances, we talk about burnout, we talk about our health, we talk about everything, we talk about depression, relationships. But from time to time, and I believe, ang, ang, dito sa feast, itatry natin ipaintindi sa ating lahat yung gifts, yung, yung gems, yung jewels ng Catholic faith natin. Kasi minsan, pagka tayo'y umaaten sa mga parokya natin, nag, nag, nagmimisa tayo, marami tayong mga ginagawang bagay doon na ginagawa lang natin pero hindi natin masyadong naiintindihan. Tama o tama? And I believe the feast is an opportunity for us to deepen our Catholic faith. Kasi kung maiintindihan lang natin yung ating pananampalatayang katoliko, mas lalo natin maa-appreciate at makikita natin yung halaga niya sa pang-araw-araw na buhay natin. Amen? So itong tanong, umpisaan ko muna. Where do creed, where, where do our creeds with an S, ha? bakit? Kasi maraming creed tayo, come from. Paano ba nabuo yan? And as, as Catholics, we are familiar with two creeds. Pinakasikat yung Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed. Alam nyo ba yung dalawang yun? O hindi nyo alam na may kaibahan yun? Ayan. Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed. Apostles' Creed, ito yung usual na nire-recite natin pag nagro-rosaryo, kapag mayroong binibinyagan, renewal of our baptismal promises during Easter. And we use the longer Nicene Creed sometimes, lalo na ngayon, for Sunday Mass. Especially nung iniba ng konte ni Pope Benedict XVI, yung ating Roman Missal. So, binalik niya dun sa dati. And you see, itong creed natin, actually, you can find the exact wording of our creeds in the Bible. Yung sinasabi natin, I believe in God, the Father of Mighty. Wala yan, exacto na nakasulat yung buong Apostles' Creed, nakapaskel from verse 1 to verse, wala, walang ganun. But, here's the truth. Every single truth expressed in our Apostles' Creed and Nicene Creed are expressed in the Bible. Pero, hiwa-hiwalay. But the truth is there. Klaro na nandun. Yung iba kasi, mga ibang mga kapatid nating mga ibang Kristiyano, tinatanong tayo, bakit ako naniniwala sa Apostles' Creed na eh, hindi naman nakasulat dyan sa Bible? Eh, ang, ang laging sagot ko lang dyan, eh, bakit ka naniniwala sa Bible? Wala namang salitang Bible sa Bible. Nag-gets niyo sinasabi ko. But you see, everything that we proclaim as Catholics, nandyan yan sa Bible. And today's focus, gusto ko muna tingnan natin, pagtunan natin ng pansin, how the creed was developed and crafted. Paano ba ito nabuo? And we are going to unearth some lessons that we can learn from the whole process. And take note, ito pong Apostles' Creed 
it took us, it took the Catholic Church to take more than 200 years to develop around 200 AD and around 200 AD, Apostles' Creed. And pagdating ng 380 AD, so alos 400 years na yun, nabuo naman yung Nicene Creed. And itong Apostles' Creed na ito, itong mga creed na ito, they were debated through many councils, councils of bishops. Ito ang question, ito mas mahalagang tanong. Why would God allow people to develop the creed over many centuries? Why would God work with people in the first place to make a definitive statement of beliefs for the church? Today, let me answer that question because we can harvest four spiritual principles from this historical truth. How many spiritual principles? Apat. The first one is this. As we take a look at how the creed was developed, it was developed for 400 years, hundreds of years, we can see that God works through patience. Sabi nyo nga, patience. Centuries po ang inabot para mabuo yung creed. In fact, the earliest creeds can be found in the New Testament. Bigyan ko kayo ng example ng mga earliest creed na pinroclaim dun sa New Testament. One of the Gospels. When Jesus asked the apostles, who do you say that I am? Peter answered, sabi niya sa Matthew 16.16, sabi niya, you are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Yun na, nagpo-proclaim na siya. Actually, that was one of the earliest creeds. Ito pa. When Jesus appeared to doubting Thomas, Thomas confessed this. Sabi niya, my Lord and my God. John 20, verse 28. And the first earlier creed was also probably the Pauline confession yung sinulat ni St. Paul in his letter to the Romans. Yung kaninang binasa natin sa word. Sabi niya, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Ano pa? 1 John 4 verse 15. Sinasabi dito, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him and He in God. Tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo. Mukha bang nananahan ang Diyos dyan? Mukha bang nakatira si Lord dyan? Yan. Katirahan ni Lord yan. Kaya nga minsan sobrang laki niyan eh, di ba? Para magkasya si Lord sa loob niya. But you see, nung ginagawa tong early, itong creeds, itong mga creed natin, along the way, lumalaki yung simbahan. The early church was getting bigger. And dahil may, mayroon sila mga bagong members, they need to catechize the newly baptized. So dahil dyan, kailangan na nilang i-formalize. Sabi nyo nga, formalize. Kailangan nilang i-formalize yung creed so that it will be easier for them to pass on. Nakakasunod pa kayo? And we can see in history, marami tayong mga naging creed. May Apostles' Creed, Creed of Nicaea, Nicene Creed, Chalcedonian Creed, Athanasius' Creed in, 500, uh, in around 500 AD. And in these creeds, in the earlier parts, mas maikli, mas maikli yung, yung mga creed natin. Pero habang patagal ng patagal, pahaba ng pahaba. And you see, I said this before, and I, said, I will say this again, it took centuries to create our creeds. That's why we can say, and we can believe that God is patient. Sabihin mo nga yan sa katabi mo, God is patient. Now, what can we learn from this? 
Ikaw, meron ka bang hinihintay na blessing sa buhay mo? Trabaho, break sa trabaho, one true love mo, healing, I don't know. But I want to declare this to you today. God is never in a hurry. Hindi nagmamadali ang Diyos. Tayo lang naman ang atat na atat. Tama o tama? Naalala ko no one time, pumunta ako sa isang restaurant. Nag-date kami ng misis ko. Tapos, yung date kami, umorder ako. Ang in-order ko yung medyo mahal. Pero hindi naman yung sobrang mahal. Medyo mahal lang. Kasi sabi ko, special to date ko. Parang masarap to. In-order ko yung medyo mahal. Tapos, nagulat ako, yung misis ko, after 10 minutes, andun na yung kanyang pagkain. Sa akin, 15 minutes, wala pa. 20 minutes, wala pa. So, nung 20th minute, syempre siya, hindi siya makakain, lalamig yung pagkain niya. So, ako, sabi ko, ano na kaya nangyari doon sa pagkain ko? So, tinanong ko yung waiter, sabi ko, Sir, ano na po nangyari sa pagkain ko? Ang tagal. Nakuha niyo ba yung order ko? Alam niyo yung sagot ng waiter, sabi niya, Sir, wait lang po kayo kasi special po yung order ninyo. Kaya medyo matatagalan. Why am I sharing this to you? Minsan, kasi ganun si Lord, if something is so important to Him, He takes time in forming it. Niluluto niya ng mabuti. Di lang dahil special yung blessing niya para sa'yo, kundi dahil, at ito mas importante, dahil special ka sa Kanya. Tapikin mo nga yung katabi mo, sabihin mo sa Kanya, special ka kay Lord. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, special talaga yan. Para mo malalaman kung special siya, Kapag meron siyang tuldok dito sa noo, ganun, <laughs> dahil ako lang ginawang siopaw eh. <laughs> Kaya kung may hinihintay ka, first spiritual principle, God is working through patience. Kaya kung may hinihintay ka, tapikin mo katabi mo, sabi mo sa kanya, it will come in God's perfect time. The second spiritual principle is this. Kailangan kong buksan yung electric pan ko kasi pinapawisan na ako. Ayan. The second spiritual principle is this. God works through problems. Sabi nyo nga problems. Ay, nung binubuo yung creed natin, the early church, there are, in the early church, there are many heresies. Sabi nyo nga heresies. Heresies, ito yung mga false teaching. In other words, ito yung mga fake news na kumakalat noon nung um, nag-uumpisa pa lang yung early church. And this was propagated by false teachers. Let me give you some example of fake news, false teachings. Eh, merong isang philosopher noon, sorry, merong isang preacher noon. Ang pangalan niya si Marcion. Sabi nyo nga Marcion. And he espoused Marcionism. Ano yung Marcionism? Ito, ito si Marcion. He believed, at ito ang tinuturo niya doon sa mga tao in the early church, that Jesus went down to earth. When He was sent down here to earth, He was sent down not by the Creator, God of the Jews, but by a higher deity. So, ibig, sa, ibig sabihin, ito ah, yung Diyos ng mga Hudyod sa Old Testament, para sa Kanya, hindi yun ang nagpadala kay Jesus. Ang nagpadala doon, yung mas mataas pa na Diyos doon sa Diyos ng mga Hudyo. Na-gets yun? Para bagang merong ano, God Senior tapos merong God Junior. Parang may God na Presidente tapos merong God na VP lang. Ganun. So parang ang labo noon. And because in his mind, hindi niya ma-reconcile that the angry God of the Old Testament and the God of Jesus are one. So, ang inisip niyang solusyon was to declare that there were two gods. Ain't maling-mali yun. So, ano nangyari? 
so yung mga yung early church fathers dinikare na ano yon that's a heresy palpak yan so ayun marami pa mga problema in fact itong martianism sinasabi niya rin na ano na si tinuturo niya na si Jesus when he came down to earth yung katawan ni Jesus hindi talaga siya katawan ng tao para sa kanya hologram lang yon na imagine niyo yon hologram yung parang sa Star Wars na yung hindi talaga totoo yan di ba ang high tech ng pag-iisip niya nun, no but you see Kaya, because of that, para sa kanya, there was no real incarnation, hindi talaga nagkatawang tao, kaya wala real crucifixion, tsaka wala real bodily resurrection. Kaya litong-lito yung mga tao. Ano pa mga problemang lumabas nun? Merong isang ano, nagtuturo, false prophet, ang pangalan niya si Arius, sabi niyo nga Arius. Ang pinalaganap naman niya yung Arianism. Ano yung Arianism? Si Arius ang tinuro niya ito, Jesus is just a created being. Anong ibig sabihin nito? Hindi talaga Diyos si Jesus. Tao lang siya. And it became a very, very big surprise to me, actually, to us. Kasi hanggang ngayon, meron pa rin mga ibang tao, meron pa rin ibang mga reliyon, yan pa rin ang paniniwala nila, na si Jesus hindi sa tao. Ano lang siya, uh, sorry, na si Jesus hindi sa Diyos, tao lang siya. Hindi ko na sasabihin kung anong relihiyon yun. Hindi ko na sasabihin iglesia ni Kristo yun. Pero kasi baka maging issue pa eh. Pero yun, hindi, yun, yun ang sinasabi nila. Di ba? Ang labo, di ba, iglesia ni Kristo, pero naniniwala sila si si Kristo ay hindi Diyos. So actually, parang descendants yung thinking na yan nung Arianism. Am I, are you learning something today? Ayan. Ngayon, Meron pa, si Nestorius. Ano naman to si Nestorius? Si Nestorius, ang tinuturo naman niya yung Nestorianism. Nestorianism was this. Nestorius thought, thought that there were two Jesus. Merong isang Jesus dun sa langit at merong isang Jesus dun sa lupa. And that belief was known as Nestorianism. Malabo no, no? di ba parang merong, merong kang kakambal, di ba? Parang yung, alam niyo yung, napanood yung teleserye na yung, yung mukha niya nandito, yung isa kabila meron sa ligod, di ba? Parang ganun ang labo nung no? may kakambal siya dun sa taas. At hindi ganun. So, declared din yan as a heresy. Ano pa? Yung mga Gnostics, meron silang pinapalaganap na paniniwala noon yung tinatawag na Docetism. Sabi nga, Docetism. This is also called the Dualism Movement. And ito po, uh, ang tinuturo nila is that the body of Jesus was just an illusion. Parang yung si Marson din, parang hologram din. And this thinking was further developed by Manny, who, which espoused Manichaeism. Sabi nyo nga, Manichaeism. Ayan. Si Manny, mahilig siyang kumain ng mani. Hindi, biro lang. Uh, si Manny, thought, ang tinuturo niya is that good and evil are equally powerful. And for him, all material things are evil and, and all, everything that concerns the soul is good. Ayan. And itong mga Gnostics na to pilit nila, ang thinking nila, pilit nilang pinaghihiwalay yung body and soul. And for them, the body is bad, the body is sinful, and the soul is good. But you see, sa ating mga Katoliko, itong pinaniniwalaan natin, both the body and the soul is good. Tayo mga Katoliko, hindi natin masyadong pinaghihiwalay yung body and soul. Oo, oh, oh, alam natin, meron tayong kaluluwa, but our teaching is this, the earth is good, the body is good. In fact, kung hindi mabuti ang ating katawan at hindi mabuti itong mundo, eh hindi na hindi napadadala ng Diyos yung kanyang bugtong na anak para i-save tayo. That's why 
wag iwasan niyo yung sinasabi na yung minsan mga ganyan I'll be there in in spirit yung mga ganyan di ba paano yun in spirit andun ka lang tapos labo noon di ba kasi tayo we always think about our faith as both body and soul importante yung ating pangangailangang material yung ating katawan at the same time importante rin yung kaluluwa walang mas importante am i making sense here Kaya nga dito sa feast, ang pinipreach natin, practical stuff, how can we apply the spiritual principles that we learned in the Bible and how can we apply it in our daily life. Am I making sense here? Ayan. Ano pa? Meron pang paniniwala yung antinomianism. Nakakabulol nakaka eh. Antinomianism. Ang antinomianism, they teach that because of grace, we are no longer bound by any moral law. And nakakagulat kasi, in fact, until today, a few Christian churches still preach this and they believe this. They believe until today, ang sinasabi nila, if you have already accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are saved by grace. And when you are saved by grace, automatic save ka na, pupunta ka na sa langit. Kahit na magkasala ka uli. Tayo mga katoliko, oo, binaptize tayo, we receive the grace of the Holy Spirit, pero para sa atin, ang grace ng Diyos, pag tinanggap mo yan, ay kailangan pa rin, work out mo yung relationship mo sa Kanya. Dapat araw-araw yan. Because for us Catholics, salvation is not a one-time, big-time event na pag tinanggap mo na, okay na ako, save na ako, hindi. Tayo, salvation is an everyday responsibility. But at the end of the day, we are still in the mercy of the goodness and graciousness of God. Am I making sense here? Ayan. Para, para mas klaro sa inyo kung anong paniniwala atin bilang katoliko. And last but not the least, ito. Sikat na sikat ito nung unang panahon, early, early church. Si Pelagius. Sabi nyo nga Pelagius. Ang pinalaganap niya yung tinatawag na Pelagianism. Si Pelagius, ang tinuturo niya ito, ang tinuturo niya, we can choose to do good without God's help. And pag tinignan mo yung mundo ngayon, parang yan ang mentalidad ng tao ngayon. Oh, hindi ko kailangan si Lord. Basta ang importante, mabait ako, wala akong nasasaktan. Kaya ko naman yan. Bakit? Dahil tao ako, kaya kong gumawa ng mabuti. Ang, ang sentro palagi yung tao. You can choose to do good. You can choose to turn away from sin. Kaya tuloy, dahil ganun ang feeling natin, ang feeling natin, kaya natin lahat. Tapos pag nadapa ka, Sisi, ano, tawag dito, ang sama ng loob mo pag nadapa ka, nagkasala ka, ang sama ng loob, bakit ang feeling mo, parang wala, I'm a failure. Bakit hindi ko napili yung goodness ng Diyos? But you see, ganun nga kasi, hindi mo nga kaya mag-isa. Yun ang tinuturo nating Catholic faith. Na hindi mo kaya mag-isa, kailangan mo ng grasya ng Diyos. Amen? Tapikin mo katabi mo, sabi mo sa kanya, you need God's grace. Pero ito, matindi, Meron pinapalaganap ng ngayon, may kumakalat yung Veldenism. Alam niyo yung Veldenism? It's the belief that I'm so good looking. And according to my wife, I look like this guy, si Joseph Marco. <laughs> Hindi naman ah. Ba? Ay grabe, grabe talaga yung nag-hallucinate na yung misis ko. Kasi araw-araw yan, pinapanood niya yung Los Bastardos. Yung tapos, yung, alam mo yan eh, yung belief shapes your behavior eh. Di ba yung gano'n? So, kakapanood niya, gano'n, pukukin talaga ni Joseph Marco. Tapos may amaya sabi niya, uy, parang kamukha mo si Joseph Marco. Yung talaga sobrang crush niya kay Joseph Marco, pinipilit niyang kamukha ko siya. So, sige, sabi ko sa kanya, well, sige na nga, pagbigyan na nga kita, kamukha ko na siya. Well, ano naman eh. 
Pwede na rin, pwede na rin. Sige na. <laughs> but you see, what's my point? God works through problems. And because of these problems, nabuo yung creed. Kasi kailangan labanan ng Catholic Church yung, 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 yung mga heresies. Kailangan nilang klaruin, o hindi yan turo natin. Yup, mali yan, hindi yan turo natin. And because of that, nabuo yung creed. Ganda, no? And in response, this was the response of the Catholic Church. They were forced. Sabi nyo nga, forced. They were forced to create creeds. They were forced to define, defend, and declare their beliefs. And you see, actually, these heresies, for me, they were blessings in disguise. Bakit? Kundi dahil sa mga heresy na ito, wala tayong creed ngayon. And you see, sa buhay din natin, ganyan din, Yung mga problema, yung chaos sa buhay natin, yan din ang nagpapatibay sa atin. Tama ba? Without chaos, we wouldn't have the creed. But without chaos, we, would ha- we wouldn't have a beautiful life as well. And I want you to believe in this. God will work through your chaos. Sabihin nyo nga yan? Ayan. For example, ito ah. Itong mga nakaraang buwan, masaya naman ako na lumipat tayo dito sa Lakeshore, sa TCU, tapos may hold, kasi may misa eh. Ang saya ko. Pero alam nyo, pag, minsan pag tinitingnan ko yung attendance natin, bakit ganun? Dati sa SMB Kutan, halos isang libo na kami. Dito sa TCU, sa Lakeshore, nasa 500 plus, 600 plus lang. Minsan nag-worry ako, nag-aalala ako. But you see, but you know, sometimes in my heart, Somehow, I believe God is still doing something in the middle of this chaos. Ang gulo kasi niyan, palipat-lipat tayo. At ito yung isa sa feeling kong ginagawa ng Diyos sa atin, pinatitibay niya yung commitment ng bawat isa. Bakit? Kasi kayo talaga, every, every week na lang, brother, may nag-message akin, brother, sampu ba tayo ng TCU o Lakeshore? Every week yan. Siguro mga nakakasampu, hanggang 20 kami na message sa Facebook page, sampu ba ang face ngayon? So, ganun. So dahil doon yung mga tao, klaro sa akin ngayon, kayong mga nandito, kayo talaga yung mga super committed na feasters ng bikutan. And for me, I would rather have 500 dedicated, faithful, and committed feasters than 1,000 to 2,000 wishy-washy attendees. Kasi naniniwala ako, itong pag-solid tong 500, 600 na ito, ay nako, we can do wonderful things for the work, for the vineyard and the kingdom of God. Amen? So, bro, sige, palakpakan natin si Lord. It may look like our plans are wrecked, but I always believe in the word of the Lord when He said this, and I want you to believe this as well. And we know that all things work together for good, for those who love God. Yan ang panghawakan ninyo. God is working through your chaos, your heartbreak, your debt, your money problems, your sickness, your loss, your misery. Nandyan ang Diyos sa gitna niyan. Maybe God is not trying to break you. Maybe He's just preparing you and crafting your breakthrough. Amen? Number three, third spiritual principle. God works through people. Sabi nyo nga people. Sino dito sa inyo ang mahilig magluto? Taas ang kamay. Ayan. Sa mga mahilig magluto, kung kayo ay nagluluto, will you let your three-year-old kid or kahit kapamangkin mo man, cook with you? 
three years, three years old, ano mas pipiliin mo? Mag, talagang sasarapan mo yung luto mo. Pipiliin mo bang kasama mo siya o ikaw na lang mag-isa? Ano ang mas madali? Kasama mo siya o hindi? Yung hindi. Bakit? Abale. Tama ba? Eh, pag, malikot. Tama ba? Pero, kung kasama mo siya, mas mahirapan ka. Kung ikaw lang, mas madali. And, you see, what can we learn from this? The creed is made by people. Pero alam nyo, pag iniisip ko, ganito eh. Kung ako kasi si Lord, iba gagawin ko. Hindi ko na-involve yung mga tao. Ang gagawin ko, alam nyo, kung ano, ang gagawin ko, dahil sa grado yung creed na yan, it's the definitive statement of the church, ang gagawin ko, I would chisel it on stone, lalagay ko parang kay Moses na may tablet, iuukit ko yan dyan. Tapos ididictate ko yung creed kay Peter Ock. Peter, since ikaw na yung ano, head ng church, ito yung creed natin, ha? I believe in God, the Father Almighty. Sasabihin ko sa kanya yan. Tapos, uutusan ko lahat ng mga angels na ano, mag-post, mag-tweet sa IG tsaka sa Facebook. Papasponsored post ko pa yan, yung creed natin, para hindi natin makalimutan. Ganun eh, para sigurado ako. Diyos ako eh, kaya ko naman gawin yan. But you see, the wonderful thing about God is this, God uses fumbling, stumbling, and imperfect people. Bakit? Tanong nyo sa akin, bakit? Ginagamit ka niya, ginagamit niya tayong lahat. Bakit? Kasi gusto ni Lord, kasali ka. Gusto niya kasali ka. Kasali ka saan? Kasali ka sa pag-build ng kingdom niya. Bakit kanya gusto kasali? Ito, mas maganda. Tanong nyo sa akin, bakit? Gusto kanya kasali, gusto kanya maging part nitong feast, at gusto niya makabless ka ng maraming tao. Bakit? Because God believes in you. Naniniwala siya sa'yo. Naalala ko tong storya na ito one day. Merong isang attendee tayo. At lumapit siya sa akin. Sabi niya, brother, meron akong konting existential question. Sabi niya, bakit ganon? Sabi niya, nagtatanong ako kay Lord. Bakit ganon? Dadalawa na nga yung, dadalawa na lang yung anak ko. Bakit pareho pang children with special needs? Tapos ako talaga, pagka mga ganyang moment talagang, hindi mo na alam yung isasagot mo eh. Kahit na, kahit na sinong magaling na speaker o preacher, hindi masasagot yan. Sa ako talaga, sabi ko lang sa akin, just continue to seek the Lord, talk to Him, and hopefully you will find answers. And He will speak to you. At alam nyo, one day bumalik siya sa akin, sabi niya, Brother, alam mo, in my prayer, klaro yung sabi sa akin, dumiyak siyang ganyan, sabi klaro, klaro yung sabi sa akin ni Lord. Sabi sa akin ni Lord, I gave them to you, Because I believe you can take care of them and raise them well. More than anyone else. Ay, grabe yun impact sa kanya. You see, God uses people and He can use too. He can use you too. Bakit? Kasi naniniwala siya na magaling ka. Naniniwala siya na may mabuti kang kalooban. Naniniwala siya na kaya mo. Sikuy mo katabi mo, sabi mo sa kanya, kaya mo. And the wonderful thing about God is this. Tingnan niyo ako ah. God believes in you even if you don't believe in yourself. Minsan pinagdududahan natin ang kakayahan natin ng sarili natin. I myself, I doubted many times my calling as a builder. Feeling ko hindi ako magaling. Feeling ko ang banu ko mag-preach. Feeling ko I can't build people. Feeling ko I'm too hot-headed to become a builder of this feast. Feeling ko I'm this, I'm that. Feeling ko kulang ako. In fact, 
Kahapon lang, anong isang araw, kasama ko yung mga ibang servants dito sa feast, yung mga one of the originals, kasama ko si Gladys, tsaka si Steph, tapos nagkukwentuhan kami. Sabi, sabi nila bigla, uy, grabe, no, six years na pala yung feast, oh. Tapos nagkatanungan na ng mga edad. Sabi, sabi niya, oh, grabe. Sabi ko, oh nga, no, six years na pala yun. Grabe, 32 years old na ako ngayon, eh. Tapos, sabi ko, pati ka lang, oh nga, no, naalala ko noon, 26 years old ako noong nag-umpisa yung feast. Tapos kaming lahat, Grabe, ang bata mo pala nun, no? And you know what? At the back of my mind, sabi ko, oo nga, no, bata pa ako nun, ha? Kasi nung panahon na yun, iniisip ko, sino maniniwala naman sa 26 years old na bagito, wala pa ngang asawa? Pa- paano, pa- anong maio-offer ng isang 26 years old? Paano ko palalakihin ng feast? Eh, ang bata-bata ko pa. But you see, tuwing nagdududa ako noon, lalo na nung nag-uumpisa tayo sa feast, at hanggang ngayon pa rin, Tuwing nagdududa ako, ito lang ang pinangahawakan ko. Ang pinangahawakan ko lang, ito. Ang pinangahawakan ko, tinawag ako ni Lord, hindi naman niya ako tatawagin kung hindi siya bilib sa akin. Kung hindi siya naniniwala sa akin. Kaya tapikin mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, God believes in you. Binigay ni Lord yung asawa mong yan. Minsan ang hirap mahal. Lord, bakit ang hirap na mamahalin nito? Kasi kaya mo. God believes in you. Lord, bakit ganito naman itong mga anak ko? Ang hirap naman palaki, ang titigas ng ulo. Because God believes in you. Amen? Bakit ba ako nandito sa trabaho na ito? Ang dami naman problema dito sa kumpanyang ito. Bakit akong kailangan mag-solve ng lahat ng yan? Because God believes in you. Amen? Last but not the least, fourth spiritual principle, God works through professions. Sabi nyo nga professions. Hindi ito yung profession na nurse, engineer. Profession means confession. You are declaring something. You are speaking something into your life. And in fact, that's our key verse for today. Romans 10, 9 to 10. Ang sinabi doon, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Here's the truth. God wants to use your mouth. Ba? Brother, gamit na gamit nga eh. Dami kong kinakain. <laughs> Ang lakas ko kumain. Hindi yon. God wants you to use your mouth through words, through speaking, through confession, through profession, through declaration. Why? Because words are powerful. Sabi nyo nga words are powerful. Example, nangyari na sa inyo ito, yung, yung pagkagising mo sa umaga, parang mainit ka ng konti, parang feeling mo magkakasakit ka. Pero ang totoo, talagang tinatamad ka lang pumasok. Tama ba? Ay, grabe. Four day long weekend eh. Sarap mag-absent nung Friday. Three day work weekend pala. Sarap mag-absent nung Friday. Parang may sakit ata ako. Magkakasakit ata ako. Mami, tingnan mo ako. Tingnan mo, masakit. Ma- 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 mainit ba? Parang mainit ka. Oo nga, mainit nga talaga ako. Tapos ikaw, 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 tingnan mo ako. Mainit yata ako. Mainit ka nga talaga. Tapos tatawag ka, Sir, di ako makakapasok kasi may sakit ako. Pero totoo, tinatamad ka. O tingnan mo, ano ending? Pagdating ng tanghali, may sakit ka na. Nagkatotoo. Because words are powerful. Kaya sa akin, you see, here's the truth. Words create worlds. Sabihin nyo nga yan? 
Words create reality. In fact, in Genesis, when God created the world, He spoke them into being. Except for man, He created every creation with the power of His Word. He said, let there be light and there was light. Let there be birds and fish in the sky and in the seas. And then there were fishes in the sea and there were birds in the sky. Bakit? Because words are powerful. Yun ang weapon of choice ng Diyos. Kaya nga ang sinabi sa Biblia, the word of God is sharper than, than, than a two-edged sword. Bakit? Ganong ka-powerful ang word. Lalo na kung word ng Diyos. Pero here's the wonderful thing. We are also made in the image and likeness of God. Amen? And because of that, we also share in the power of God to speak things into being. To create our realities. Ang tanong ko ito, anong lumalabas sa bibig mo? I want you to look at your life. Maganda ba o hindi? Kung maganda ang buhay mo, baka malamang maganda ang lumalabas sa bibig mo. Kung puro grabe yung problema, puro negativities, I want you to check your words. Anong lumalabas sa bibig mo? Check your relationships. Sa asawa mo, sa anak mo, boyfriend mo, mga kaibigan mo, mga katrabaho mo. Lagi bang nagkakasakitan? Lagi bang nagkakatampuhan? Check your words. Because your words create your reality. Your, your words create your reality. Amen? Naalala ko to. Eh. Minsan ganyan tayo. Eh. Minsan gumigising ka ng masama ang gising. Tama ba? Pagkagising mo, umagal tayo mo. Wisit na buhay to. Tama ba? Tapos pagdating mo sa banyo, walang tubig. Buisit naman to. Buisit naman yun. Buisit talaga itong buhay na to Walang tubig. Aga-aga. Datating ka sa pagkainan ang ulam tuyo. Tapos ang tinira sa'yo, ulo tsaka buntot pa. Buisit na buhay to Grabe. Wala ka, uh, uh, papasok ka sa opisina, haba ng pila dyan. Sa bikutan. Di ba? Ang haba naman ng pila, hirap makasakay. Buisit na buhay to Pagdating mo sa opisina, Nakita mo yung unang-unang tumambad sa'yo, yung ka-opisina mong yung naalibad-barang ka ng muka. Nakita mo yung muka yung sira kagad yung araw mo, sabi mo, buisit na buhay ito, yan kagad ang bumungad sa'kin. Diba? Maya-maya na pagilitan ka ng boss mo, ano man naman ito, pagilitan ng boss ko, buisit na buhay ito. Tapos pag uwi mo, ito na, hirap na naman makasakay, umulan pa, buisit na buhay ito, naiwan ko pa yung payong ko, buisit na buhay ito. Kaya pag uwi mo, ano na, nag-journal ka, dear diary, kita mo, Anong sabi mo? Nga, ano, buwisit talaga itong buong araw na to. Tama ba? Pero sa akin, subukan mong ibahin. Subukan, iba, subukan mong ibahin yung, yung sinasabi mo. Imbisa, kahit masama yung araw mo, umpisa pa lang ng umaga sabi mo, today is my day. Today is my day. Hindi yung my day na mamamatay ka na ngayon. Hindi ganun ha. Parang hindi, hindi masaya yon di ba? Today is the day that the Lord has made. Today is my day. Pagkagising mo sa umaga, ah, sabalang gising ko. Pero Lord, thank you ha, ginising mo ako ha. Di bali nang walang tulog, basta hindi walang gising. Today is my day, di ba? Pagtatingin mo dun sa banyo, walang tubig, pero nakapag-igib ka pa. Thank you Lord, may natira pa kay kulay iced tea yung tubig. Today is my day, di ba? Pagdating mo dun sa pagkainan, nakita mo, ano, tuyo yung ulam mo, ulo, tsaka buntot. Lord, thank you. At least may ulot buntot pa. Today is my day. At least nakakain, busog yung pamilya ko. Today is my day. Pagsakay mo dyan sa bigutan, termila, haba ng pila. Ang tagal mong naghintay, pero nakasakay ka. Nakapasok ko sa opisina. Lord, thank you, nakasakay ako. Hirap makasakay nun, ha? 
Today is my day. Pagdating mo sa opisina, sumalubong sa iyo, kapwisina mong pangit talaga ng mukha. Ano sinabi mo? Lord, today is my day. Thank you, hindi ganun yung mukha ko. Ganyan. Today is my day. Kaya pagkatapos ng buong araw mo, tiningnan mo yung buong araw mo, ano sinabi mo? Today was my day. Ganda nitong araw na ito. Why? Because you set the pace. You created your reality. Because first thing in the morning, you declare, today is my day. Amen? Tapikin mo katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, today is your day. Can I invite you to stand up? Did you learn something today? Amazing that we can learn a lot of stuff from our seemingly boring Catholic traditions. Ang pinag-uusapan pa lang natin yung ano ah, yung kung paano nabuo yung creed. Next week pag-uusapan natin yung ibang laman noon. Tapos kung ano yung pwede nating an- anong magiging epekto nito sa buhay natin. But I want you to tell the person beside you, tap- sorry, tapikin mo yung sarili mo, sabi mo sa kanya, I'm God's beloved. You see, words are powerful. And let me end with the story. One day, there is this young couple. They have, they have been trying to get another baby. Meron na silang isang anak. Ang pangalan ng anak niya, three years old na, si Michael. And then, they were trying to have a baby. Finally, the Lord has given them a baby. And the first few weeks, okay yung yung ultrasound ng baby. Pero habang nagpo-progress yung pregnancy, napansin nila parang may mali dun sa baby. Merong parang undernourished, parang may sakit. And true enough, paglabas itong baby na ito, yung baby talagang almost died. At kailangan dalin sa neonatal intensive care unit, sa NICU. So, dinala sa NICU, naka-incubator, lahat, tapos ang dami nakasaksa, kawawa yung bata. After one week, they were praying and praying hard that sana bumuti itong, itong baby. Kaso, parang kabaligtaran yung nangyari. Palala ng palala ng palala. On the second week, palala ng palala ng palala. And lumapit na sa kanila yung doktor, sabi ng doktor sa kanya, sorry, Mrs., but your your baby has a little left in in her tank please prepare for the worst so imagine this from preparing a new life the father and the wife was actually preparing for a funeral sakit nun? and because of this alam niyo naman sa niku bawal sa ICU bawal pumasok ang mga bata tama ba pero ito si little michael nag-insist siya sa mami niya mami i want to see my 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 sister sabi nung nung nanay you can't see your sister because kids are not allowed inside the the ICU in the hospital room but no no i want like to insist i would like i, I would like to be with my my sister background Itong kanyang 
kanyang anak na si Michael, during the pregnancy, every single day, kinakantahan nitong three years old yung kanyang kapatid sa chat. Alam mo kinakanta? You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when stars are gray. You'll never notice how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Araw-araw niyong kinakanta yun. And then, on the second week, sabi nitong bata na to si Michael, Mommy, please, I insist, I want to see my little sister. So silang mag-asawa, sabi nila kahit nabawal sa protocol ng ng ospital, sige, pagbigyan natin because this might be the last time that he's going to see her, his sister. And so finally, little Michael, pumasok siya dun sa Niku, sinuotan nila ng scrub suit na malaki, tapos pero pangkap na ganun, so mukha siya multong ganun, ang cute. Tapos umakyat, pinakita nila yung kanyang kapatid. Sabi ni Michael, oh, is that my sister? What's her name? Sabi niya, her name is Marley. You know, you know what? Sabi nitong bata, can I sing to her? During this time, talagang pa-week na ng pa-week yung kanyang kapatid, kinantahan niya, You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know this, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. You know what happened? A, mir a miracle happened. While Michael was singing to his little sister, slowly, the blood pressure is going up. The vital signs are improving. And the doctors were shocked. What is happening? Then the doctor said, Hey, hey, Michael, whatever you are doing, just keep on doing it. Because the, the little baby is getting stronger and stronger. So Michael kept on, kept on singing. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. He sang and he sang and he sang. And then the baby got stronger and stronger and stronger. You know what happened? The following day, little Marley was out of the hospital. Today, that little girl, little baby, is now 28 years old. 28 years old. She was born in 1991. And now she's, well, alive and kicking, serving the Lord as well in a church in America. Why did, it Why did it happen? Because such is the power of our words and the power of love. Tapigin mo nga yung sarili mo. Sabihin mo, I'm God's beloved. Brothers and sisters, when you declare I'm God's beloved, you are defining who you are. Pag sinasabi mo yan sa sarili mo, you are defining who you are. Oo, mahal ako ng Diyos. And, when this, and this is the same thing that happens when we confess our creed. Because the creed, again, defines who you are. Amen? When we say, I believe in God, you are declaring, I come from God. That every fiber of my being comes from Him. And I surrender to His Lordship. When we say, I believe in God the Father, you are saying, hey, I'm God's child. And He loves me. 
And when you say, I believe in God the Father Almighty, you are actually saying that, hey, I may have problems today. I may be in the middle of a storm, but God is bigger, stronger, and mightier than whatever I am facing right now. Why? Because my God is Almighty. My dear friends, sige, palakpakan si Lord. When we declare who God is, we are actually declaring who we are as well in His eyes. And so today, my dear friends, I want you to shout at the top of your lungs once again, I'm a believer. And as we end this talk, and before we go into worship, let this be our prayer. I would like us to pray our Apostles' Creed. Yun na lang ang, ang, ang recite natin ngayon. But as we pray this, I want you to pray this as if you really mean it. For example, yung national anthem natin. Alam nyo ba yung mga, yung mga lumaki nung, nung gera? Kapag ka nung, nung, nung una nilang kinraft yung national anthem natin. Dahil laki sila sa gera, pag sila'y kumakanta, umiiyak talaga sila. Bakit? Kasi pag kinakanta nila, naaalala nila yung, yung nangyayari nung gera. Tapos paano sila naging magiting at lumaban. Ngayon, I want you to imagine that you really believe this. That you, that, that you really mean every single word of our Apostles' Creed. Because if you speak this and if you believe it, it will happen and it will be true in your life as well. Amen? And so, with full confidence and with full faith, let us pray our Apostles' Creed. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen and Amen. Let's continue to worship the Lord and claim in faith that He is God, that Jesus is Lord of everything in our lives.